Hello, warriors. Here is No Me back again. Last week, I did chapter one from In the Wild, and today I'm doing chapter two. Chapter two. Well, his star, her face only a mouse length from his now, from him now. Lionheart remained silent as he towered over Rusty. He flatted his ears and crouched under the golden warrior's cold stare. His fur prickled uncomfortably. I am no threat to your clan, he meowed, looking down at his trembling paws. You treated our clan when you took our food, the old blue star. You have, fl- you have plenty of food and you're too like nest already. You come here only to har- hunt for sport, but we hunt to survive. The true of the warrior's queen words pierced Rusty like a black thorn, and suddenly he understood her anger. He stopped trembling, sat up, and straightened his ears. He raised his eyes to meet, meet her. I had no thought of it that way before. I'm sorry, he mouthed solemnly. I will not hunt here again. Blue Star let her hackles fall and signaled to Lionheart to step back. You are an unusual kitty pet, Rusty, she meowed. Graypaw's sight of relief made Rusty's ear twitch. He heard the approval in Blue Star's voice and noticed as she swapped a meaningful glance with Lionheart. The look made him curious. What flashed between the two warriors? Quietly, he asked, Is survival really so hard? Our territory covers only part of the forest, answered Blue Star. We compete with other clans for what we have, and this year, late new leaf means prey is scarce. Is your clan very big? Rusty meowed, his eyes wide. Big enough, replied Blue Star. Our territory can support us, but there's no prey left over. Are you all warriors then? Rusty meowed. Blue Star's guarded answers were just making him more and more curious. Lionheart answered him. Some are warriors. Some are too young, or too old, or too busy, caring for their kids to hunt. And you all live and share prey together? Rusty murmured in awe, thinking a little guilty of his own easy, selfish life. Bluestar looked again at Lionheart. The golden tabby stared back at her steadily. At least she returned her gaze to Rusty and meowed, Perhaps you could find out these things for yourself. Would you like to join Thunder Clan? Rusty was so surprised he couldn't speak. Blue Star would not. If you did, you would train with Grandpa to become a clan warrior. But kitty pets can't be warriors, Grandpa blurted out. They don't have warrior's blood. A sad look clouded Blue Star's eyes. Warrior blood. She echoed with a sigh. Too much of that has been spilled lately. Bluestar felt silent and Lionheart meowed. Bluestar is only offering you training, young Kip. There's no guarantee you would become a full warrior. It might prove too difficult for you. After all, you are used to a comfortable life. Rusty was stung by Lionheart's words. He swung his head around to face the golden tabby. Why offer me the chance then? But it was Blue Star who answered. You are right to question our move, motives, young one. The fact is, Thunder Clan needs more warriors. 
Understand that Blister does not make this offer lightly, warned Lionheart. If you wish to train with us, we will have to take you into our clan. You must either live with us and respect our ways, or return to to like place and never come back. You cannot live with a pie in each world. A cool breeze stirred under out, ruffling Rusty's fur. He shivered, not with the cold, but with excitement at the incredible possibilities opening up in front of him. Are you wondering if it's worth giving up your comfortable kitty pet life? Asked Blister gently. But do you realize the price you will pay for your warmth and food? Rusty looked at her, puzzled. Surely he, his encounter with these cats has proved to him just now how easy and luxurious his life was. I can tell that you are still a Tom, Blister added, despite the toy-like stench that clings to your fur. What do you what do you mean, still a Tom? You haven't yet been taken by the two legs to see the cutter, Mad Blister gravely. You would be a different then. Not quite so keen to fight a clan cat, I suspect. Rusty was confused. He suddenly thought of Henry, who had become fat and lazy since his visit to the vet. Was that what Blister meant by the cutter? The clan may not be able to offer you such easy food or warmth, continued Blooster. In the season of leaf bear, nights in the forest can be cruel. The clan will demand great loyalty and hard work. You will be expected to pretend to protect the clan with your life if necessary. And there are many nuts to feed, but the rewards are great. You will remain a Tom. You will be trained in the ways of the wild. You will learn what it is to be a real cat. The strength and fellowship of the clan will always be with you, even when you hunt alone. Blooster's head reeled. Blooster seemed to be offering him the life he had lived so many times and so tantalizing in his dreams. But could he live like that for real? Lionheart interrupted his thoughts. Come on, Blooster, let's not waste any more time here. We must be ready to join the other patrol at Moonheight. Tiger Claw will wonder what has become of us. He stood up and flicked his tail expectantly. Wait, Rusty meowed. Can I think about your offer? Booster looked at him for a long moment and nodded. Lionheart will be here tomorrow at Sunheight, she told him. Give him your answer then. Booster murmured a low signal, and in a single movement, the three cats turned and disappeared into the underground. Rusty blinked. He stared excitedly, excited, uncertain, of past the fern and that encircled him. Through the canopy of leaves to the stars that glittered in the clear sky, the scents of declining cats still hung heavy in the evening air. And as Rusty turned and headed for home, Felt a strange sensation inside him, tugging him back to the depths of the forest. His fur prickled deliciously in the light wind, and the rustling leaves seemed to whisper his name in the shadow. I hope you enjoyed chapter two. Next time's chapter three. See you, warriors.